Hey guys, how you doing this morning? Good. Whoa. Let's try that again. Okay. Hey guys, how you doing this morning? All right. We'll get, we'll get used to that. Oh man, there's some people that just lit up there. That was really cool. Still getting used to the new sanctuary. So, uh, but it's great to have you here. Uh, and we're so glad that you could be a part of today's service. Uh, this morning, I want to uh, introduce to you a guest speaker who is a great friend of mine and a wonderful mentor. And uh, I am so excited to have uh, Dan Johnson here with us this morning. Last time he was here at Wofford City Assembly of God, it was probably one of the greatest messages I have ever heard from Dan Johnson. He is an amazing orator. And would you please welcome my great friend, Dan Johnson, who's been here many times in the past. Thank you, my friend. I, I, I hope I have my mic on. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's so nice to be here. I, this is incredible. I've been coming to this church every two or three years for 18 or 19 years. And every time I come, there are more people. And you've built something every time I come. I can't believe it. And... It took me 30 minutes to get from the motel out to the street so I could drive down to the church this morning. And I'm asking the Lord to protect me and help me to get out of, li- out of town alive this afternoon. And I, I, I've got to make a, a, a confession to you, very seriously. I am something of a crank. I'm reading through the book of Jeremiah at home. And as you know, it's, it's an awesome book. The weeping prophet warns his people about what will happen if they cling to their autonomy rather than surrender their lives to the sovereign God. And of course, you and I know from reading further scriptures that everything he prophesied came to pass. And and a very interesting thing, by the way, he kept warning them, if they didn't obey, that they, they would suffer the sword. S-W-O-R-D, the sword. I just thought that was kind of interesting. The sword. And that's, that's what we're talking about in, in our world today. But you say, why are you such a crank? For 25 years, I've traveled back and forth across this country, and all I do is read and pray and think and study and preach, and, uh, and that's what I do. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm something of a crank. Now, I afflict the comfortable. Your pastor will comfort the afflicted next Sunday. So if I... If I, if I, now if you ask me, why do you always see the underside of things and show concern? I'll tell you why. Because I have children and I have grandchildren. What, what, what more answer is there than that? And you have children and you have grandchildren. And we're concerned about their lives and their eternal destiny. Amen? I want to read just two or three verses of Scripture, please, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 
1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning in verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. May I begin with a little story I read someplace. <clears throat> Title of my message is, When the Crosses Are Gone. In 1934, the veterans of foreign wars put up a cross in the Mojave Desert as a memorial to soldiers killed in the First World War. The seven-foot cross stood on a stony outcropping called Sunset Rock. To get there, you'd leave Los Angeles and drive three and a half hours northeast on US 15, and then take a right onto a blacktop, drive another eight or nine miles into the Mojave National Preserve and probably not see another human being on the road. Arriving at Sunset Rock, you would see no sign or inscriptions, just a simple white cross which had stood undisturbed for nearly eight decades. In 2001, a former Park Service employee sued the government demanding the removal of the cross. And thus began a nearly decade-long battle that went all the way to the Supreme Court. Even in the remoteness of the Mojave Desert, there was something about a cross that was so dangerous, so threatening, that many national organizations joined the campaign to have it destroyed. The American Civil Liberties Union, Atheist International, Separation of Church and State People, ACLU. On April 28, 2010, the Supreme Court rendered a 5-4 decision ruling that a lonely cross in the middle of the desert did not undermine the Constitutional Republic. 